This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess unto you all my sins and iniquities, with which I have ever offended you, and justly deserved your temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them, and sincerely repent of them. And I pray you of your boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor, sinful being. Upon this your confession, I, by virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God to all of you. And in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This morning is the fifth Sunday in Lent. The Old Testament reading is Genesis chapter 22. After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, here am I. He said, take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac. And he cut the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. On the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place from afar. Then Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. I and the boy will go over there and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. And he took in his hand the fire and the knife. So they went, both of them, together. And Isaac said to his father Abraham, My father, and he said, Here am I, my son. He said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they went, both of them, together. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built the altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. He said, Do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, seeing that you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the name of that place, The Lord Will Provide. As it is said to this day, On the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The, old, or the epistle is written in Hebrews chapter 9. 
But when Christ appeared as a high priest of the good things that have come, then through the greater and more perfect tent, not made with hands, that is, not of this creation, he entered once for all into the holy places, not by means of the blood of goats and calves, but by means of his own blood, thus securing an eternal redemption. For if the sprinkling of defiled persons with the blood of goats and bulls and with the ashes of a heifer sanctifies for the purification of the flesh, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, purify our conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Therefore, he is the mediator of a new covenant so that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance since a death has occurred that redeems them from the transgressions committed under the first covenant. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please stand for the reading of the Holy Gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 8th chapter, beginning at verse 46. Glory to you, O Lord. Which one of you convicts me of sin? If I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason you do not hear them is that you are not of God. The Jews answered him, Are we not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father, and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. The Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died, as did the prophets, yet you say, If anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham who died? And the prophets died. Who do you make yourself out to be? Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me, of whom you say he is our God. But you have not known him. I know him. If I were to say that I do not know him, I would be a liar like you. But I do know him, and I keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. So the Jews said to him, you are not yet 50 years old, and have you seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. We speak together the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, 
and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. Our text from John chapter 8, Jesus says, I tell you the truth, before Abraham was born, I am. These are the words of our text, God's grace and his mercy and peace be multiplied to you now and forever through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. How do you introduce yourself to someone? You tell them your name, you tell them what you do, maybe you tell them a little bit about your family. You might tell them how you like to spend your time. The conversation may even turn to your goals and dreams for the future. In the Old Testament, especially in the book of Isaiah, God tells us about himself. He introduces himself to you and me. And in the book of Isaiah, he uses three words over and over and over again to describe himself to us that we might know him. God says, I am he. Or he will say, I, even I, am he. And so I thought this morning we would take a look at a few of those examples. There are 70 of them in the book of Isaiah. We'll take a look at all 70. Just kidding. I really don't know how many there are. I made that up. But there are a lot. We're just going to take a look at 30. No, just. So in Isaiah 43, listen to what God says. I, even I, am the Lord. And apart from me, there is no other Savior. From ancient days, I am he. No one can deliver out of my hand when I act. Who can reverse it? Who is God? He is eternal, with no beginning and no end. He is the ancient of days. He is our Savior, and there is no other God. There is no other Savior for you and me. He alone, He alone saves us from our enemies, especially our enemies of sin and death. And no one, no one can reverse His saving work for you and me. No one can deliver you or snatch you away from him and out of his hand. Later in Isaiah 43, God says, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sins no more. Who is God? He is the merciful God who forgives all of your sins. He forgives your sins for his own sake. In other words, you are saved by his grace alone and not by any works or worthiness in you. And his forgiveness is so complete that he doesn't even remember your sins. Only he can do that. In Isaiah 46, God says, Even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. 
I will sustain you and I will rescue you. Who is God? He is the one who created you. In your mother's womb, he gave you life. There in the darkness, he knit you together with all of your talents and abilities and everything that makes you uniquely you. God is the one who gave you new birth in the waters of your baptism. And in him and by him alone, you are born again. And throughout all the days of your life, he will carry you, sustain you, rescue you from all evil, and provide everything that you need from day to day. Even when you are old and gray, he will not abandon you. He will remain faithful. We sing a song about God providing this for us. In the song, it is God who speaks to us. Listen to what God says. Fear not, I am with you. Oh, be not dismayed, for I am your God and will still give you aid. I'll strengthen you, help you, and cause you to stand upheld by my righteous omnipotent hand. Throughout all their lifetime, my people will prove my sovereign, eternal, unchangeable love. And then, when gray hairs will their temples adorn like lambs, they will still in my bosom be born. In Isaiah 48, God says, listen to me. Listen to me, O Jacob, Israel, whom I have called. I am he. I am the first and I am the last. My own hand laid the foundations of the earth and my right hand spread out the heavens. When I summon them, they all stand together. Who is God? He is the creator of the universe. This creation is no accident. It is the work of God. He called everything into existence simply by speaking his word in the beginning. God created the heavens and the earth. He is the alpha and the omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. And he also created his own people, Israel, whom he called by name. And in addition to that, he put his name on you in your baptism And he called you out of the darkness of sin and unbelief into the marvelous light of his salvation. God is the creator and sustainer of this earth that you walk on, live on, work on, raise your children on and play on. And to him you owe your life and your very existence right now. You only take each breath by his grace and his mercy and his sustaining work. And for all of this, it is your duty to thank and praise him and to serve and obey him. In Isaiah 51, God says, I, even I, am he who comforts you. Who are you that you fear mortal men, the sons of men who are but grass? that you forget the Lord your maker who stretched out the heavens and laid the foundations of the earth. 
that you live in constant terror every day. Who is God? He is the one who protects you from all of your enemies. Are your enemies other people? They are but grass. They are but grass who will die and who will go away the way of all sinners. For dust you are and to dust you shall return. That is all your enemies are. So why? Why are you so afraid of other people and what they can do to you? Why do you live your life in constant terror of others? God who laid the foundations of the earth is your mighty protector, your provider, your comforter in all the trials and days of this life. Are your enemies illness or virus or bacteria or even death itself? Why are you filled with such terror at COVID-19? Why does death cause you to tremble? What is the worst it can do to you? Take your life? Take your loved ones? Let these all be gone, Martin Luther said. They yet have nothing won. The kingdom ours remaineth. God delivered you from death by his son, who rose from the dead and who gives you eternal life. The fear that has gripped us for the last year is the result of taking our eyes off of Christ victorious and risen from the dead. Now, I am not saying that we should be foolish and go hunting to become sick and die. We should take reasonable precautions for our safety and those around us. But to be so afraid... And so terrorized by death is just plain wrong, even sinful. The pandemic has generated unchristian fear in our hearts. Be wise, yes. Take care of yourself and others, yes. But don't be afraid. Jesus is risen from the dead. And he will raise you from the dead. The best is yet to come. When Jesus comes again, who is God? He says, I, even I am he, who is your creator, your savior, the forgiver of all of your sins, your shield, your defender, the ancient of days, your deliverer from death, your comfort in sorrow, your hope for the life to come. And his words are truth and life for you and me. He is the God of Abraham of old. He is the God of Isaac and Jacob and Joseph and David. He is your God and your Savior. He is the God of ages past, of today, and of every tomorrow. And when asked in our text who he is, Jesus says, I tell you the truth. Before Abraham was born, I am. Jesus says, I, even I, am he. It is clear. Jesus says that he is the true God, the eternal Son of God, the second person of the Trinity. And of Jesus, St. John the Apostle writes, in the beginning was the Word, that is Jesus. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning Through him, through Jesus, all things were made. 
Without him, nothing was made that was made, and in him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. And so Jesus says before Abraham was, I am. I am God. They knew what Jesus was saying. And at this they picked up stones to stone him. But Jesus hid himself, slipping away from them on the temple grounds. They will not believe in Jesus. They cannot stomach him. They must get rid of him. But Jesus' time has not yet come. He is not delivered into the hands of sinful men, at least not yet. That will come soon enough, won't it, on Good Friday? When his time did come, Jesus gave himself to those who came to arrest him. Jesus asked them, who is it you want? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. I am he, Jesus said. When Jesus said, I am he, this is in the Gospel of John chapter 18. Listen, when Jesus said, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. At the voice of Jesus, at the voice of the creator of the universe, the savior of the world, at the voice of the word of God made flesh, at Jesus' voice, they fall down backwards. How powerful is the voice of Jesus. I, even I, am he, Jesus says. His words, his voice that created all things, bowled them over. And yet, their hearts are so hard, their unbelief so strong, their hatred so deep, their plan so firm, that they get up, dust themselves off, and arrest him anyway. And Jesus, who is the great I am, goes with them willingly. Oh, how the angels must watch with wonder at love so deep, so broad, so high. On Good Friday, Jesus, who is true man and true God, gave his life to redeem and save you from sin and death. And in him, your sins are forgiven. Your unbelief is pardoned. You have a clean conscience before God. Jesus says to you, I, even I am he, who blots out your transgressions and remembers your sins no more. On Easter Sunday, Jesus rose from the dead and conquered death and the devil for you. And he says, I tell you the truth. If anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. This does not mean that you will escape physical death, but that you are saved from eternal death. That is unbelief. That is everlasting life in hell separated from God. Even now in Christ, you have eternal life. You don't have to wait to die to get eternal life. You have it now. It is yours now in the waters of your baptism. This moment, you are already living forever in Christ. 
And Jesus says to you, I, even I am he who is the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies, and whoever lives and believes in me will never die. And at this we lift up, not stones, but our voices to praise Jesus who comes to us in his word and his sacrament this morning to sustain you and me until he comes again. That is the time of his return. And this morning Jesus says to you, Behold, I, even I am he. I am coming soon. My reward is with me. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright morning star. Yes. I, even I, am he, and I am coming soon. Come, Lord Jesus. Come quickly, come soon. Amen. Now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus our Lord to life everlasting. Amen. We continue with the prayer of the church. Almighty and most merciful God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we give you thanks for all your goodness and tender mercies, especially for the gift of your dear Son, Jesus, and for the revelation of your will and your grace. Implant your word in us with good and honest hearts that we may keep it and bring forth the fruits of faith. We humbly implore you to rule and govern your church throughout the world. Bless all those who proclaim your truth, that we may be preserved in the true teaching of your saving word, and that faith in you may be strengthened, loved toward others, increased, and your kingdom extended. Send forth laborers into your harvest and sustain those whom you have sent, that the word of reconciliation and salvation may be proclaimed to all people, and the gospel be preached in all the world. Grant health and prosperity to all who are in authority especially the President and Congress of the United States, the Governor and Legislature of our state, and all those who make, administer, and judge our laws. Grant them grace to rule according to your good pleasure for the maintenance of righteousness and the hindrance and punishment of wickedness, that we may lead quiet and peaceable lives in all godliness and honesty. According to your good pleasure, turn the hearts of our enemies and adversaries that they may cease their hostilities and walk with us in meekness and in peace. Comfort, O God, with your Holy Spirit, all who are in trouble, want, sickness, anguish of labor, peril of death, or any other adversity. Grant courage and steadfastness, especially to those who suffer for your name's sake, that they may receive and accept their affliction in the confidence that you will acknowledge them as your own. Be with all those who rejoice and celebrate at the goodness and tender mercies that you show up to them throughout their life. Although we have deserved your righteous wrath and punishment, yet we ask you, O merciful Father, not to remember the sins of our youth nor our many transgressions. Out of your unspeakable goodness and mercy, defend us from all harm and danger of body and soul. Preserve from us false teaching, from war and bloodshed, from plague and pestilence, from all calamity by fire and water, 
from hail and tempest, from failure of harvest and from famine, from anguish of heart and despair of your mercy, and from an evil death. In every time of trouble, show yourself a very present help, the Savior of all, especially to those who believe. Cause all needed fruits of the earth to prosper, that we may enjoy them in due season. Give success to the Christian training of the young, especially the children of our school and our child development center. To all lawful occupations on land, sea, and air, and to all pure arts and useful knowledge, crowning them with your blessing. Receive, O God, our bodies and souls, our talents, together with the offerings we bring to you. For by his blood of your Son, you have purchased us to be your own, that we may live under you in your kingdom. These and whatever other things you would have us ask, O God, grant us for the sake of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Jesus, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.